Hello and welcome. Welcome to another episode. Last time we talked about the Church of Jesus Christ in former times, or when Christ was alive, when he established his church, called the Twelve Apostles, organized um, organized it how it should have been organized. And today we're going to be talking about how it is today. Because that same church that we believe in, as we um, have stated in the Articles of Faith, we believe in the same organization that existed in the primitive church, namely apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, and so forth. We believe that same church has been restored today. Now, some of you know about the story of Joseph Smith. We're going to talk about that. So... Let me ask you a question to think about. Why was the church removed from the earth shortly after the Savior's death and resurrection? This is going back to what we talked about last time. So when so just to recap, when he was when Jesus was on earth, he established his church, the only true church. He organized the church so the truth of the gospel could be taught to all the people. Um and that the ordinances of the gospel could be administered correctly with the proper authority. Through this simple organization, Christ could bring the blessings of salvation to mankind. So, shortly after the Savior was crucified and ascended into heaven, men changed those ordinances and those doctrines that he taught. They became so corrupt that they were being taught by, um, or that they were being um, taught without the proper authority. The true church was no longer on the earth. Men organized these different churches that claimed to be true but taught conflicting doctrines. There was so much confusion when this happened, you guys, that contention was being fought over, um... Are, I mean, there's there so much war going on over these religions. The Lord saw this coming and saw the, the conditions of the apostasy, saying there would be a famine in the land, not a famine of bread nor a thirst of water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall seek um, the word of the Lord and shall not find it. And that's in the Old Testament in Amos chapter 8. Um, verses 11 and 12. The Lord promised that his church would be restored. So in Isaiah chapter 29, verse 14, it says, Therefore, behold, I will proceed to do a marvelous work among this people, even a marvelous work and a wonder, for the wisdom of their wise men shall perish, and the understanding of their prudent men shall be hid. So the Lord promised to restore his church in the latter days. For many, many years, people lived in spiritual darkness. So about 1,700 years after Christ, people were becoming more and more interested in knowing the truth about God and religion. Um, Some of these uh, people could see that the gospel of Jesus Christ was um, taught and was no longer on the earth. Some recognized that there were no revelation or no true authority and that the church that Christ established did not exist anymore on the earth. Um, The time 
was the, around this time when all this was happening, it it was time to bring the church back. It was time to bring that priesthood authority back to the earth. So let's talk about Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith um, was a young boy who lived in this time of confusion and wanting to know the truth about God. So in the spring of 1820, one of the most important one of the most important events in history of the world occurred. The the time had come for this marvelous and work, this marvelous work and wonder which the Lord spoke about in Isaiah. So Joseph Smith as a young boy wanted to know which all of these were right. He saw a lot of people arguing and he thought to himself, "Well, if we're talking about God, then why should we be arguing? Shouldn't we be all on the same same page so that caused him to be confused on which church to join so on that morning of 1820 something miraculous happened heavenly father in christ appeared to joseph um, and he told him not to join any of the churches because there was no true church on the earth he also um what he he also said that the creeds of the present churches were abomination in his sight so beginning with this event there was again direct revelation from the heavens the lord had chosen a new prophet since that time the heavens had not been closed revelation continues um to this day even through each of his chosen prophets. Joseph was to be the one to help restore the true gospel back on the earth, the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, why why do you think we need this authority, the priesthood authority, the true, um, the true gospel of Jesus Christ? So, in restoring the gospel, God again gave the priesthood to men, um, John the Baptist came in 1829, so um, years go down the road. Joseph Smith grows, um, grows up to where he is now. Um, he he's now married to Emma Smith. They have children, um, and they're translating in. They're translating the Golden Plates into the Book of Mormon, and they come across a section about baptism. And they go and they pray about it and how the proper way to be baptized. And so this happened in 1829. Uh, So nine years later, um, John the Baptist came to confer the Aaronic Priesthood on Joseph Smith and Oliver Cowdery. Peter, James, and John, the the original um, or part of the original 12 came to um, restore the Melchizedek priesthood um, and those keys of the kingdom. Additional keys of the priesthood were restored by heavenly messengers such as Moses, Elias, and Elijah. Through the restoration, the priesthood was returned to the earth and those who hold this priesthood today have the authority to perform ordinances such as baptism. They also have the authority to direct the Lord's kingdom on the earth. 
So after all of this had taken place, after, so from the time of the first vision um, to the restoration of the priesthood and the organization of the Twelve Apostles, the church was organized again on this earth and it is not to be taken off the earth again. So on April 6, 1830, the Savior directed the organization of His church on the earth. His church was called the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and Christ is the head of His church today, just as when He was in ancient times. The Lord has said that it is the only true and living church upon the face of the whole earth, which I am the Lord and well pleased. Joseph Smith was sustained a prophet and first elder of the church. Later, the first presidency was organized, and he was sustained as president. So when the church was first organized, only the framework was set up. The organization would develop as the church continued to grow. The church was organized with the same offices as were in ancient, um, as in the ancient church. That same organization included apostles, prophets, seventies, evangelists, who are patriarchs, and pastors, who are presiding officers, high priests, elders, bishops, um, priests, teachers, and deacons. The same offices are in his church today. So if we go to Articles of Faith again, we believe in the same organization that existed in the primitive church, namely apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, and so forth. So we believe in the same organization that was on the earth when Christ was alive. We believe in having that exact same organization. So a prophet acting under the direction of the Lord leads and guides his church on the earth. This prophet is also called the president of the church. He holds all the authority necessary to direct the Lord's work um, on this earth. The two counselors assist him in any other work that he needs help with. The twelve apostles, who are special witnesses of the name of Jesus Christ, teach the gospel and regulate the affairs of the church in all parts of the world. Other general officers of the church with special assignments, including the president or the presiding bishopric and quorum of the seventy, serve under the direction of the first presidency, which is the prophet and his two counselors and then the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. The offices of the priesthood include apostles, seventies, patriarchs, high priests, bishops, elders, priests, teachers, and deacons. I, I know that's quite a bit. Um, I myself, I am an um, elder, and these are the same offices that existed in the original church. So, Back from when Jesus, so compared to when Jesus was on the earth to what it is now, the church has grown so much larger since then, and it has grown and it, it will continue to grow. And the Lord has revealed additional units of organization within the church. So, when the church is fully organized in a certain area, it has local divisions called stakes. A stake president has two counselors who preside over each stake, and the stake has 12 high counselors who help do the Lord's work in, in the stake. Melchizedek priesthood quorums are organized in the stake under the direction of the stake president. Each stake is divided into smaller areas called wards, 
so these are what our congregations are they're they're wards and then each of these wards in the area are called a stake and each stake can have um, four or five wards or maybe even more no I want to say like maybe uh, maybe five or six it, it just depends on the area um, and each and each of these um, are broken up in boundaries so wherever we move or where um, so we're getting ready to move here in the next month or so and we're going to be in the new ward because we're going to be in the new boundary so in areas of the world where the church is developing there are districts which are like stakes but districts are divided into smaller units called branches which are they're like wards but they're smaller so like in um, different parts of the world and um, more rural countries um, where there's not a lot of growth there's still there's still people there that go to church but some of these there may be 20 30 people and so um, they need to have a place to go some sometimes they meet in a house sometimes they meet um, in like a cabana um, it just depends on where they're at. So the church today teaches the same principles and performs the same ordinances that are performed um, in the days of Jesus. The first principles and ordinances of the gospel are first, faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, second, repentance, third, baptism by immersion, and the laying on of hands is received of the gifts of the Holy Ghost. These precious truths are re, um, returned in their fullness when the church was restored. Through the gift and power of God, Joseph Smith translated the Book of Mormon, which contains the plain and precious truths of the gospel. Many other revelations followed and have been recorded as scripture in the Doctrine and Covenants and the Pearl of Great Price. So the Doctrine and Covenants are modern-day revelation to the prophet Joseph Smith. Um, this is where we get the word of wisdom. Um, this is where we get modern day revelation about um, the priesthood and how it should be organized. Um, and that is what's called the Doctrine and Covenants. So some more important truths that the Lord restored includes some of uh, some of these points. Let's see. One, our Heavenly Father is a real being with a tangible, perfect body of flesh and bone, and so is Jesus Christ. The Holy Ghost is a personage of spirit. So we believe that the, fa the Father, Christ, and the Holy Ghost are three separate beings, but they're one in purpose. Two, we existed in pre-mortal life as spirit children of God. Three, the priesthood is, necessar is necessary to administer the ordinances of the gospel. Four, we will be punished for our own sins and not for Adam's transgression. Five, children do not need to be baptized until they are accountable, uh, which we, which we uh, believe that the age of accountability is eight years old. Six, there are three kingdoms of glory in heaven. And through the grace of the Lord um, Jesus Christ, people will be re will be rewarded according to their actions on earth and according to the desires of their hearts. Seven, family relationships can be eternal through the scaling power of the priesthood. 
and finally eight ordinances and covenants are required for salvation and are available for both the living and for the dead so the church that has been restored will never be destroyed never taken off this earth ever again since the restoration in 1830 the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints has grown rapidly in its membership there are members in nearly every country in the world the the church will continue to grow and as christ said this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all of the world for a witness unto all nations the church will never again be uh, taken from this earth its mission is to take the truth to every person and um, a thousand um, thousands of years ago the lord said he would set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed and the kingdom shall not be left to other people and it shall stand forever so I know for a fact um, because I have knelt down and asked in prayer about the things that I believe I've knelt down in prayer and asked about the power of the book Mormon Joseph Smith the restoration of the gospel and I have been answered that it's all true. Um, I wouldn't be sharing this podcast if I um, was unsure. Um, because I know what I believe to be true. I know there might be some people that listen to this that disagree. There might be some people that listen to this that are looking for answers. And hopefully listening to this you get some clarification and some answers um but i know that 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 what i know is true someone um when i when i served my church mission um he'd always ask us because we would always say yeah we know it's true but then he turned around and says do you know that you know instead of yeah i know and so I started thinking about it some more. Do I really know that I that I know it's true? And the more I thought about it, the more I prayed about it, then it 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 just hit me. Yes, I know. With the miracles that I've seen, the um, the healing power of the priesthood that I've seen in my life, I've talked about that through with my dad several times on this podcast. I know that it has been restored it is on the earth for us to to um to use and to take into our lives it's blessed my family tremendously i cannot tell you how much my family has been blessed because of the gospel of jesus christ i know that for a fact i wouldn't be where i'm at today and know the people that I know if it wouldn't if it wasn't for the promptings of the Holy Ghost that led me to Texas uh, I don't remember I know I shared the story with you about how we came to Texas and how me and my wife just knew um, at the exact same time at, right after we prayed that we were supposed to come here because the Lord has a hand in our lives and 
he led me here for a reason. Now, that reason I'm still trying to kind of figure out. But some of the puzzle pieces that I've been trying to put together are starting to starting to fit. There's some people here that I have come to know and to truly care about. And I know that they were supposed to be a part part of my life. And who knows where I would be if they if if they weren't. Um, but that's all I have for you guys today. Um, again, I love the feedback that I've that I've gotten. Um, please join me. Come come talk with me. Let's 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 talk about some of the things. That, would love to get some feedback. Uh, some more feedback. That is. Um, and I would love to um, put some of that feedback on here, or if you guys want to share some thoughts and opinions, I welcome it. Please go to Anchor.fm, follow me, um, and through the Anchor um, app, you can um, record a message, send it to me directly, and um, if it fits in line with what we're talking about, then I'll put it in here, and then if it's a question, then I can answer that question on here. But um, the more interaction, guys, the better. I would love it. I welcome it. Um, but, yeah, that's all I have. We'll talk to you guys next time.